You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. You know, they have, uh, I, I, I ran with a girl that, um, in, the, in that lake to ocean, and her, her thing was like, um, the only thing, the only definition I have for DNF, which is, you know, do not finish, is do nothing fatal. And that's pretty much how I, and you know, how I took the, the the Florida trails. Do nothing fatal. Well, where you when you're in like 40 degree weather and there's a, and there's waves coming up to your neck, and you don't see the next blaze, I, I felt like that was like a kind of a decision that I I needed to back up and and get out of there. Um, but you know, when you read about the Florida Trail, you are warned about big cypress you are warned about bradwell bay they say don't go in there alone don't go in there without a compass don't go in there without this you know this section of trail it was such a new flood that it very few people knew about that was amy ansbaugh 2022 florida trail through hiker and fkt seeker of the women's supported record and I'm your host, Misty Ridley Little. Ultra runner Amy Ansball, together with her crew chief and partner, Danny, set out to set the women's supported FKT along the Florida Trail with a Western Corridor focus earlier this year. Amy's long history of running and the challenge to set a women's record on the Florida Trail originally enticed Amy and her sister Kitty to attempt the FKT of the trail. When Kitty bowed out due to injuries, Amy decided to continue alone with Danny navigating all of the issues that come with being the support person for someone attempting an FKT. While the official FKT is still in limbo, Amy is proud of her accomplishment, especially coming from a non-backpacking background. Amazingly, Amy spent every night in the comfort of her and Danny's converted school bus, which Amy admits may have thwarted some of her time spent on trail due to the logistics of getting to the trail and back to a campground every day. I especially loved hearing Amy's unique perspective of the Florida Trail with a running background, the alternative FKT route, and no experience on a long-distance trail prior to this FKT attempt. She handled various hurdles with grace and still managed to cross the finish line at Fort Pickens. All right, on to my episode with Amy. Well, thank you, Amy, for coming on the podcast. Um, You know, watching you hike, run the trail this last uh, January. Um, I was very intrigued about who you are and what you're doing and and why you're out there. So I'm glad you were uh, gracious enough to come on the podcast to share your story. I always like to hear from people who are out there attempting uh, FKTs and, um, you you know, yours is a good story to to tell too. Um, So maybe if you want to start, like, you know, introduce yourself, you know, you go by the Blaze Chasers uh, through your social media accounts, but you know, where you're from and, and everybody involved in the Blaze Chasers, where, how, how all that began and how you got into running and, and where, where you're from. Wow. Um, I hope you have like several hours. Because that's, <laughs> a lot, that's a lot of stuff to talk about. But um, my name is Amy Ansball. I'm, I'm 48 years old. I've been a casual runner for probably 20 something years, but I didn't get serious about running until uh, a few years ago. Um, Gosh, I didn't even know that the Florida Trail existed until about two years ago when I was on a trail run. Um, And a friend of mine pointed out that if I got lost, all I had to do was follow the little orange blazes to get back to where I was. And I just thought that was like the most amazing concept ever um, because I've never hiked. I, I have zero um, zero trail experience, uh, never a desire to like hike the Appalachian trail. Um, I just, uh, have always just been a road runner. And when COVID hit, we tended to take our runs out onto the trails to kind of avoid people. And I just, I fell in love with trail running. Um, it was, 
a life-changing event because I had actually learned about the Florida Trail at the same time and started doing some research and was like, wow, um, this is cool. There's there's this whole footpath that goes through the length of Florida that um, that you can like travel without having really a map. I mean, I don't recommend doing that, but yeah. <laughs> you can follow those blazes as long as you're paying attention um, and get where you need to go. Um, and that's kind of how this whole thing kind of transpired. I, I just, I went from a, um, um, a road runner, uh, you know, started very slow and st- worked my way up to be a Boston qualifier, did several marathons. Uh, when, like I said, when COVID hit, started taking up trail running. And as with anything that, that we, that we do, I think we all want to be the best that we can be. At least that's how I am with running. And I started looking into, um, trail running. I, 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 I signed up for some ultra marathons and, and did a few of those. And it, it just dawned on me, like, why don't I try to run the Florida trail? How cool would that be? And I looked into whether there was a, a FKT for a female um, and saw that there was no recorded time. I'm sure there have been hundreds of women that have done the, the, the through hike, um, but there were no, there was no time for like a running female. So Oh, this should be kind of a cool idea. Yeah. Um, You know, not even thinking that 1200 miles or 1100 miles, whichever, you know, was, was even like, I just didn't process that. It didn't, wasn't something that, that my, my legs didn't like say, Hey, are you kidding? You know, they, they, it was just like all systems go like, Hey, let's try this. You know, Um, we, uh, Danny and I, Danny's my partner um, and crew chief extraordinaire. Um, but uh, I, I pitched the idea to, to her to, to run the trail. And um, she said, absolutely not because like <laughs> I said, yeah, seriously. But like I said, I have no backpacking experience whatsoever. I, I don't, I don't own a pack. The, the closest thing I come to is a, is a, is a camelback of water. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have a tent. I, I don't know how to start a fire. I'm, I'm not like completely unwoodsy, but um, but I have no experience with that whatsoever. So she said, absolutely not. I'm going to hurt myself. And so I, I, I kind of changed the story and said, well, what if we had a support vehicle? And then things started opening up and she started really seeing that I love being on the trail and that I'm a different person when I'm out there and, um, and happier and, um, life is more fulfilling out there. So, um, that's pretty much how that, that all transpired. And then how, how it became a reality is just a lot of work from friends and family that came together to help out getting me the support vehicle and, and supporting basically me through not discouraging me, but encouraging me and believing that I can do it. Cause um, yeah, I, I I really felt that I could do it, uh, you know, up until the moments that I didn't think I could do it. Right. Of course. (laughs) Which which were, I was too far along in the trail to turn around and be like, I'm not doing this. This is so ridiculous. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. um, So that's just like kind of an overview of, of how it all, how it all started. Well, I was going to ask, so, I mean, you said you have no, you know, interest in backpacking and, you know, doing the Appalachian Trail, but I would assume in your research on, when you started looking at FKTs, you started looking at, you mentioned a support vehicle. I'm sure you started reading about other people's FKTs at that point in time. Was there anybody in particular that you, their, their hike or their run um, inspired you or, or gave you the idea to do the support 
vehicle route instead? Uh, well, yeah, when I found out that there was a, a supported option, I thought, okay, this is awesome. I, I can totally do this. And there had not been another female on, on that FKT site, um, which is, it's a funny story and we'll get to that later, but uh, I had, I've run some run bum races uh, mm-hmm. with Sean Blanton. And so I've met the dude a couple times and um, I knew that he had, uh, had done some insane FKT of the Florida trail that they didn't recognize for several years. I think it took him two years to get it recognized. But um, so I, I did pick his brain and I kind of like uh, um, uh, tried to follow uh, kind of what he did, but my, my body's not built for 50 mile days, uh, whether it's walking or running. And, and he was doing, uh, you know, he was doing yeah, some insane crazy. things. I, I didn't, I kind of took this as a running vacation. Um, Danny and I haven't done, we own a small business. We're always on our feet. We're, we, we, we do manual labor all day long. So I knew I had it in me to go day after day, after day, after day of, of doing the same thing, especially something that I love, which is running and then running on the trail in Florida. Um, but we, where was I going with that? Um, uh, she, we love running, blah, blah, blah. I forget where I, was you know, going. I, I can edit. I was, I was, you, yeah. I'd asked you about who you had researched and you talked about Sean and yeah. yeah. And so, so, um, so Sean, he was kind of a resource for us, uh, in, in, in a, in a way that I messaged him a couple times and I, I researched some of the things that he did, but I would never do that to my, to my body. And, um, I don't have a potty mouth like he does either. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Sean. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, so I that I mean, yeah, I looked into some of the other superhuman things, but I don't really consider myself a superhuman. I just took I wanted to take this as a running vacation. I think that's where I was going with that is that yeah. I we have taken very little uh, vacation time. We run a small business. We um, we're very fortunate to have that in our back pocket as you know, as a way to afford something like this. Um, but we've never taken the time off. And so I just decided that, Hey, I'm going to take the time that it, that it takes me. I don't care if it takes me two months to do it. I'm going to do it because I'm, I'll be the first woman that's actually recording this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I thought it would take me a lot less time than it did. And, um, uh, but I mean, we had some setbacks, but it's just, I, I w- would never change it. I don't, I don't care if my name never shows up in, 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 in a record book, the experience that I had on trail was, was something that, you know, it's my own record. It's just, it's, it's so beautiful. The memories in my mind, like I, I'll carry those forever. So anyway. Well, and you, so you mentioned, you know, asking Danny if she wanted to do it, but I think your, your, your sister was originally going to run this with you. What happened with that? Yeah. So Danny never volunteered to run with me. Um, cause she doesn't like, uh, water <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Yeah. or anything like that. Um, but she, she does like to drive. Uh, she does. She likes to drive. And so for her to be the, um, the crew chief, it made a lot of sense, except she doesn't know how to read maps very well. <laughs> well, actually she didn't. Um, and that'll, that I'll get to that in, in a second. But when I told my sister, uh, my sister, Kitty is an avid, uh, she was an avid runner up until she had some hip problems. Um, she's the one who inspired us to get faster and just, constantly reminded us that we would be as fast as she is if we put the same amount of training into our running when we finally started training the way that she trains we saw the the reward of speed and so she was she was like our mentor in in running and running longer distances and then longer distances when i told her about the florida trail 
And um, she actually on the same day called me back and was like, do you know there's no FKT for a female? Because she's all about that kind of stuff. Yeah. She's, she does. <laughs> she's a, uh, she's her goal is to finish Appalachian Trail through sections. Um, she's a mother of eight, so she doesn't have much time to do much. Uh, but when she does get to run, I mean, she does it with, whole, you know, with her whole heart. But about, oh, I want to say mid-September, she finally had to make the call and says she's not going to be able to train for this because her hip was bothering her. So she bowed out. Um, it, it was bittersweet. Uh, I, I was nervous about spending that much time with somebody through so many um, situations. I was nervous that my personality would, would, would drive a, um, a wedge between my sister and I, mm -hmm. but I also was nervous of, of doing it alone because even though there's a support vehicle, there's 30 miles between me and it some days, you know? Yeah. And so I was, I was kind of, kind of worried about being alone, but it was a little weight taken off my shoulders when, when Kitty finally threw the talon, because I wouldn't then have to worry about another human being. I, as much as I wanted to spend that time with her, I just didn't want, I, I didn't, I just didn't want to have to worry about her falling or carrying her through, even though I would, I was excited to just share this with myself and it, it sounds selfish, but I really didn't want the burden of having to worry about watching somebody else get hurt or, or just another set of legs to have injuries on. Right. Of course. You know? Yeah. And then those, the tense moments when the days are hard and you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, we come from, I mean, I don't spend, we spend a lot of, we love each other. Obviously we're sisters and all that. It's just, uh, and, and she makes me laugh. And that was one of the biggest things I was looking forward to is her humor. Um, but when it comes right down to it, there were a couple of times when I was faced in with some adversity. And, and I think, I think my personality might not have been the perfect match for, to have somebody with me, yeah. um, uh, uh, working through that, you know, knowing, knowing the inner thoughts, like that's what hikers do, right. They, you know, and, and these, these long distance runners, they have these inner thoughts. And I feel like that this whole experience on the trail made me a better person in that I was, I had time to think, Oh, I can't think that negatively. I I've got to turn this around or else it's going to be a miserable day. Would I have been able to do that with somebody else and, and turn that personality around immediately? Or would I have had to go, go through that lesson with a person? And, and I didn't, I didn't really want to have to go through that lesson with, um, with somebody that I'll know for the rest of my life, like my sister. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's hard. You don't have to manage somebody else's feelings and, or yeah. them manage yours. And yeah, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Um, but I mean, she stayed with me in spirit, like, and, and, uh, just checked in on us. She even came down and visited us, visited us, um, and held some signs out, um, along the way, brought my dad down. So I, I saw them at like mile 14 on one day. It was like a 35 day, a 35 mile day. And they, they, they came and, um, that was in, uh, right outside of the Oscilla. Os Is that how you pronounce it? Oscilla. Mm -hmm. Oscilla. The, the sinks. And, um, uh, anyway, so that she, she was, she was very much a part of, of the trip, just not, not with me step-by-step step or step-by-step. Right. Step. Yeah. So. so, I mean, did you do a lot of training? I mean, it sounds like you, obviously you're, you're a regular runner, so you're probably really prepared in general with your running marathons and, and ultras. Um, did you do anything extra to prepare other than, you know, <laughs> getting yeah. out on the trail? <laughs> well, it's, uh, to me, it was more mental preparation than anything because you can't go into a run like this with your, with tired legs, you know, whereas when, when you train for a marathon, you're putting it all out there in one day and you have weeks and weeks to recover, uh, afterwards. 
But when you're doing something like in my case, it was a marathon a day, basically. I mean, it averaged out to 26.2 miles every day, right? If I had to wake, if I had to do that, um, knowing I had to do that, waking up every day and doing it again, you don't go into that. Like I didn't start in big Cypress with legs that were tired. I actually did detraining. I actually did less mileage than I normally do, but I did a lot of mental preparation by um, learning about the trail, uh, working crazy hours and then going and doing an ultra or working crazy hours and then going and doing a work party um, with uh, volunteering for the Florida trail and then doing an ultra marathon. So I had several months where it was like three, four back to back days of hard stuff, but it wasn't always running because like I said, I didn't want to beat my legs up before I really beat them up. Yeah. So, um, but I'll tell you the, 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 the biggest confidence booster was getting out to these work parties in the middle of nowhere where I had never, I had never been to and getting equipment and, and gear on that. I, that I felt comfortable walking through the woods and chopping stuff down and working with others and seeing how these trails are maintained just like made me not wary of the situation that I was about to put myself into because I saw how well maintained these sections were after we got there and I knew that they were getting ready for the for the hiking season and I was confident that I'd be able to to literally blaze through these trails because they're maintained and doing that research I I call it research but I mean it was volunteering is it 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 just I got to talk to people like uh, like old timers that yeah that walked me through that you know Hey, when you get to this situation, look for this, like, you know, how to, how to read the clumps of grass, even, you know, just, (laughs) yeah. I mean, so, so, so much knowledge there, um, that it, it, it boosted my basic, basically boosted my confidence Uh, after the first work party. I was like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. I may not run the Florida trail for the rest of my life, but I'm definitely coming back to the work parties because they were fun and educational and meaningful. Um, anyway, so that's my, that's my spiel about, no, no, that's what I hear from everybody who gets out and volunteers with, you know, whatever group of the FTA, FTA is near them. Um, everybody always has good stories to share because, you know, everybody's bringing, you're coming in with so many diverse backgrounds that come together. They're all coming together for one thing. And so you get to hear all these cool stories and get to know all these interesting people. And then like one of the work parties I was at, um, just South of Ocean Pond, I think. Right. And, and I watched this guy, Abe. He's a, he's a volunteer. I saw him at many work parties, Abe. He walked right onto this plank of wood that just gave out and hit, and he's a tall guy. And he went straight down uh, into the water and popped back up. He went all the way down to his waist and popped back up because he was anticipating it, but he didn't know it was there. And I, I just remember thinking, this is, this is going to happen to me. I'm going to, I'm going to go down into water and I'm just going to have to know how to react. So it was, it was these reactions that I was learning, um, without having to put all the mileage on my legs, you know? Right. So that was, that was a, that was a fun time. Right. Well, and I think you did, you did the ocean, the lake too. So I think that gave you a good taste of what all the different habitats were in Florida. Yeah. That ocean, the lake was, um, was an incredible experience. I, I, after, you know, I, I told you, I, I, I did, um, I did a, a run bub race in uh, February. I think it was called uh, the forgotten Florida yeah. it was a 45 miler. 
And once I did that, I think right about that time was when I decided I wanted to attempt this FKT and I wanted to run the Florida trail. Um, and so then as I was getting, you know, like recovering from that race, I started looking up other races and I found the Lake to ocean. And I was like, wow, that's 62 miles. I just said, if I can get through that race, I am definitely going to do this, uh, this trail. And so when that, that was in June. So, I mean, I was, we were already preparing, but that was like the final, um, like the, the, the final thing that just nailed it, nailed it shut for me. Like Mm -hmm. I definitely am able to do this. If I can do this 62 miles and get through all of this and Danny crewed for me that day. So, um, she got a, 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 like a really good taste of how to navigate through, um, uh, those areas, um, is, is because as, as urban as some of the areas are where, where you're weaving through some of these neighborhoods and you don't realize that there's neighborhoods on either side of you, as urban as that is, you, she still had to navigate to the next checkpoint. Yeah. So that was a great experience for her to, to never be behind me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, she was there waiting, waiting for me with food. And I, I, it was, really cool a really cool experience i mean the, the the worst part about it was i got blisters um and then they make you get into the water afterwards in order to get your finishing boy boy or whatever oh yeah anyway. so you had to go into the atlantic and as much as i was looking forward to that i i didn't realize how bad sea salt stung in, oh in no places where you had <laughs> oh no taping and whatnot it was the worst <laughs> oh god <laughs> The, pic- the finishing picture was like this grimace and it was not a smile. You're like, like, I just went out of here. Let me out. <laughs> yeah. It was, Oh gosh. Yeah. And, and they've got, you know, uh, there's video of me in that race saying never again. Cause I was, I was just running on two, two blistered feet, um, which miraculously through the whole ordeal, all 1186 miles, I did not get one blister. Oh, wow. I, not, not a single one. And I attribute that to the socks, uh, those toe socks that I wear, the Injinjis and the, oh, yeah. and the new balance. I just kept rotating out shoes, um, when they got wet. So, um, yeah, just, just so that all the listeners know, I know how spoiled I, uh, I was on this excursion. I mean, you, I didn't, I didn't have to carry a pack. I had dry shoes waiting for me. You know, I, I was able to go and get waiters to get through Bradwell Bay when it was 20 degrees out. You know, I, I had all of these things. I was capable of doing all these things that when you're on trail hiking it, you, you, you don't have, you'd have to rely on trail magic or rely on, uh, you know, on, on others. Whereas we knew going into it, that these were the things that i probably am going to need. Let's just make sure that we put the bus together and, and, and have them here. Um, so definitely not a hiking experience. It's a completely different, it was just a different experience, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I got yeah. for that. Well, no, yeah, no, I was going to ask that. So, you know, Danny's helping crew you on ocean Lake, but did you guys, other than that, did you have any logistic planning sessions or like, how did that work out? Was you, she just started, knowing where she's going to be at the end of the day to pick you up. Um, yeah. yeah. Was it playing down to a T before you started? Man, I tried Misty. I tried so hard. I could not get past day one. 
because I didn't know what I was going to get when I got to Big Cypress. So I had three scenarios for Big Cypress. One was I had a buddy waiting at the rest area on I-75 with gear so he could hike in. If we couldn't make it through Big Cypress in one day, he was going to hike in and set up camp so that I could sleep overnight and then finish it up. This The second scenario was that it was a breeze and we got through uh, Big Cypress and then I could go into... Um, uh, into the Seminole uh, reservation that night. And the third was just finish big Cypress and sleep in the rest area. So because, because there were so many variables of where you're going to be uh, on any given finish t- time, we, we only knew that we were going to spend the night in the rest area the first night. That was the only thing I had planned. Um, and, uh, and then when we got to the next day, it was just like, okay, here's then, then we just, planned accordingly because I didn't know what I was going to wake up and be able to do. I, you know, I I could fall and, 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 and hurt myself or, you know, so we, we didn't want to, um, we didn't want to book campgrounds ahead of time until we got into that area knowing, okay, this is logistically going to work. Um, and it took us a few days to kind of get into a rhythm in that, uh, the second night, um, between, the rest area on I-75 and the South shores of um, Lake Okeechobee, there's not many places to camp uh, mm-hmm. for a camper. And, th- and, and we're not a camper, we're a bus. So we don't even, we're not even like, I mean, some of the places you could get into, but they wouldn't allow a converted bus. You have to have like a, oh, a really? RV certification and prove huh. that it's a 10 years young or whatever. Anyway, very weird restrictions that we encountered. And we're like, okay, so, um, so yeah, we, I mean, the second night we, we had to book a place in Torrey Island, which it took us an hour to get there from the stop and an hour to get back in the beginning of the next day. And, and then I made it up to John stretch park. Um, but again, you couldn't just park there. You know, that's, it's not like you can just set up a, a tent, go to yeah, sleep, wake right. up and walk. So logistically the, having the bus, as much as I thought that being supported was going to allow me to go faster, it actually slowed me down by so many days because I couldn't just stop when I wanted to and start when I wanted to, like so many days I was stifled by the the logistics right Um, right you couldn't go another 10 miles because you'd be in the middle of nowhere and 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 she wouldn't be able to come and get me and we didn't plan on i I, and you know in the future if i do this again i'm gonna i I probably won't ever do an fkt attempt unsupported but i would like to try another another one supported where on the three days where it's hard to get to us through car or there's no place for us to park without boondocking illegally on those days. I want to have a pack with me, but then on the days where it's clear and and we can get to a campground, I, I, I just, I want to run and be able to sleep in the bed. So, um, so this hybrid, the hybrid uh, is, is very intriguing. And I think, and Danny's on board for that because she realizes how much time it took us to drive to and from places. You know, I'd stop my watch uh, and then, you know, know exactly where I have to start it back, but getting to and from there, it was, you know, sometimes an hour, an hour and a half. Um, but that's because we're, we, like, as much as I did research, I, I didn't really think to look for campgrounds entirely. Cause I thought we'd be able to boondock, but some of the areas that we were in, there was just, I would rather drive an hour than have a cop knock on the door and say, <laughs> run you off here, you yeah. know? 
it was like, okay, this is an investment that I need to do now. And, and I'm just not, I'm not that young, frivolous uh, hippie anymore that just <laughs> right. go anywhere. I mean, I'm almost 50 years old and I, I have, you know, some response. I could just see myself on the, you know, the news, like, right. Hippie and bus <laughs> gets pulled over for the 10th time for boondocking illegal, you know, that. Right. Okay. Right. So, well, I, mean, I know, you know, I was going to say it was impressive that you managed to not spend the night in the woods at all. But, but after hearing you talk about how difficult it was, I, you know, it's also that catch 22 of you, you lost time and that, yeah. that stinks. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know if, if, if in the grand scheme of things, it actually saved my legs. So I didn't push, 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 push. And I mean, I, I did suffer some, some injuries, some painful d- days, lots of painful days. Um, but if, if, by not going as hard as I could every single day, if that prolonged it to where I could finish and finish still walking, well, I was practically crawling by the finish, but, but anyway, if I could still finish, I, I think some, you know, it's like, even though it, it took longer, what if that length until I tried it again? Right. Know? Right. So, um, and, but we did, we did set the, the, uh, we did set the bus up to boondock. I mean, it's got a generator, it's got everything we need, um, to, to, to kind of go off the grid. Um, but you know, like we're in the backwoods of, of Inverness and, you know, Danny would have to do laundry and she'd come back mortified with the, the type of people that, and the, the neighborhoods that we'd have to go that butt up next to the, um, to the trail. Some, some, some of the neighborhoods are pretty sketchy. Um, and so, you know, only being a mile or a mile or two away from a very sketchy neighborhood and then parking the bus uh, on a dirt road somewhere at night, it just, it just wasn't appealing to us. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, no. So, so we, we, we got well-versed in uh, knowing the difference between state parks and national forests and state forests and, <laughs> um, and county parks. Um, we definitely, uh, you definitely have to have several avenues to find out where to stay in the state of Florida. And it's, it, it, that was part of the fun for us is every night I'd come in, we'd eat dinner, we'd sit, we'd look at our maps, we'd go, okay, this looks like a good spot. And then she would um, just go to Google map, Google earth far out and just use, we have four different apps open at sometimes uh, just to look at where is, where can we get to like fire roads are there fire roads there? Is that trail? Is that really a trailhead or is it, is it just a parking lot or is it a closed off road? I mean, just so, so many, so many things to think about rather than just like hiking step one step at a time and right. not having to, you know, the, the bus really added a dimension that um, I didn't, I didn't uh, plan on. Right. So Yeah. No, so you mentioned, uh, you know, keeping your legs, you know, strong. Did you have many injuries along the trail? Yeah. Uh, well, I fell 23 times, um, <laughs> six, six, eight times on the first day, but it was in water. So I didn't really count, count that. But, you know, when they talk about the solution holes and the, mm-hmm. the swamp and the all that stuff, I mean, it's it's that's legit. And I can't imagine having a 30 or 40 pound back on trying to do um, what we did. But um the falls never really hurt me that they never like injured, uh, except for one time I, um, I fell on my in reach. I had my in reach in my vest pocket and I fell to and twisted and fell right on my ribs. But, um, that's, that was a COVID injury. But anyway, as far as the legs go, they, um, I, I got shin splints 
uh, twice um, and once in one leg and once in another leg. So the first shin splints happened I, I, as a direct result of the hideous road walk um, from Kissimmee Lakeshore to the Citrus Tower on the west, uh, the Western Corridor. That road walk is insane and I, I did not do my homework. Um, I know that road very well because I used to have to drive it as I lived down in that area for a while. And it is zero shoulder, a very steep ditch and nothing but trash and litter in the, in the ditch uh, and water. So to the road walk had me like walking at a slant. Uh, my ankles were so angled and that's about 13 miles of that. Yeah. And so by the time I got to um, the, the green swamp, um, uh, WMA, I, I was, I was hurting. Um, um, but coincidentally I, I woke up that I had decided I was going to take a zero day that day. It was a day after one of those road walks. Anyway, um, shin splints really were just, I felt like my leg was going to, my, my ankle was going to fall off. Like it, I, I just, you know, I, never yeah, really, yeah. I've never had any injuries. I, that's one of the reasons why I thought this was a good thing for me to do. I I'm pretty resilient. I have not had any running injuries at all. So I'd like, oh, well, you know, I don't even know what it's like to have a twisted ankle, um, let alone shin splints, you know? So, but I, um, that day I had decided at mile 13 that I just needed to get to the bus and then take the next day off. And when I woke up the next day, that's when I woke up uh, with a high fever and we found a COVID test and that's when I tested positive. So the COVID coincided with the shin splint. So taking three, three days off for COVID kind of gave me um, a little relief for the shin splints. And so when I started back up again, the shin, the shins weren't so bad. Um, but then the second time I got shin splints was about 200 miles from the, from the finish. Um, and I had leaped and um, hurtled over some of the deforested trees when I got oh, stuck yeah. in a, mm-hmm. a bad situation up there in the eco um that area that area was uh that's that's the one time i thought i might die (laughs) (laughs) that that was uh yeah that was a that was pretty crazy but anyway so the shin splints were uh painful i i caught myself several times filming um the pain of because i carried a little camera around with me and uh caught myself a couple times just crying and um i should never forget being close close to eglin uh air force base and I was on the ground just sobbing about how much pain I was in. And all of a sudden I heard the bombs go off like, (laughs) and I'm like, what the, I got to get out of here. I'm like, (laughs) you know, I, I mean, I checked the, I checked the, um, the, the, you know, the, the thing that you're supposed to check before you go into Eglin. I didn't see any activity I was in and it was, but, but still just like being there. So close. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to walk and then just hearing this and like, I could hear shrapnel and just, I was like, I got to get out of here. So it was funny that I was able to get up and, and get out of that pity party, but it still hurt. So, um, yeah. But yeah. So I, I, uh, I learned how to tape my legs up for, for shin splints and that got me so far. I also learned that there's a difference between certain types of athletic tape and some work better than others. And the ones that don't work, don't relieve any pain. Mm. So anyway, uh, <laughs> lots of, lots of, lessons. lots of lessons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but well, again, I- like how would anybody hiking like you'd have to you'd have to wait and go to uh to resupply to get if you had an injury like oh yeah yeah you know it's just I have a newfound respect for hikers I will never ever ever think that it's just walking because 
holy moly it's a it, well you guys know it, yeah it's, it's it's an amazing thing that the human body can do when you're hiking so yeah you've either got to decide like am i going to wait three days to my next stop or am i going to try to hitch out at this road that may or may not be good it's it's a right. tri- it's mess <laughs> yeah yep 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 well, I- I was going to ask, um, why, why did you choose to go the west side around Orlando versus the, the east side? Yeah, well, I live in Oviedo. Um, my business is right on the Florida Trail that comes through the Cross Seminole Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done a lot of training um, in Tosahatchee and Seminole Ranch and Chiliota and um, in Econ, uh, the little the mm-hmm. uh, Bar Street lots i'm i'm very familiar with that in fact one of the run bub races was uh 45 miles in that area so um i've seen a lot of it and i also wanted my i wanted my record to stand like i noticed that not many people do the the western corridor and i thought well if i take the long way around that maybe maybe the fkt would stand a little bit longer because nobody in their right mind would go western you know because everybody <laughs> talks about how hideous the road walks are and i know firsthand that they're pretty bad um but i also had not ever seen the green swamp area um i i can't wait to go back because i was so sick when with covid when i went through there um that, that that was the time that I that I had took three days off and and we had to camp in the Withlacoochee River Park. Mm-hmm. But then um, but then when I started up again, you know, I was just coughing and I just I was still sick on on my feet, you know. Um, and I really wanted to see, I wanted to enjoy it, I wanted to run through it because it's so hilly and beautiful. And uh, I just didn't know that that part of Florida existed. Like I, uh, you know, you go directly east on the other side of Orlando and it's totally different. It's flat. I mean, but it's swampy, but it's just, it's a completely different world. And so I wanted to see that. And I mean, leading up to um, where the East splits from West uh, going through um, three lakes, mm-hmm. I was even contemplating doing the East. Cause that's where my house is. That's where, you know, I could see my friends, people could run with me. Um, but I just, I just had this draw like, all right, I want to do the West. I've not ever seen it. When am I ever going to have the chance to, to see it in its entirety? And, um, and it's longer. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so I just really thought that by choosing that going, you know, just going to the, 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 the degree of difficulty that I did that, that maybe, maybe just maybe the record would stand, which coincidentally they're not honoring the FKT. <laughs> and, I, I saw that on the website. I was going to ask you about that, but, I didn't know if you want to talk about it or not. No, they, um, I mean, we're working on it. They don't have a Western corridor route. So I thought it would be simple. And I I actually did my research and talked to them and said, Hey, here's what I'm doing. I'm sure somebody's going to beat me going the the Eastern corridor, but I'm doing the Western, the Western corridor. And it's a totally different route, but I don't know if the difference in mileage makes up, like, I don't know if they have some like percentage. It was got to be this many percents more uh, miles, in order to be considered a different route, but it's totally different. I mean, yeah. um, the elevation change in, in the green swamp is, is, um, is much different. You know, you're going through the crooms, you know, crooms area. All, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, it's a different beast. Um, so anyway, as, as far as I know, I mean, I'm not concerned with it. It's not, I don't like live to go to the FKT website and see my name there. Um, it would be nice because that was the whole purpose behind it. But Shana came up and she, she hiked her ass off to get 
to the FKT for the Florida trail. And, um, I'm so proud to know her and to have been on trail at the same time that it, it's like, I don't care because she deserves it, you know, but it would be really nice if they had the Western corridor because it is a little different beast. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, she snuck up. I knew she was rehiking it and I didn't realize she was doing the FKT until towards the end. And I was like, Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I didn't know until I was laying in bed uh, with the second day with COVID and my sisters sent me a screenshot of who, of the athletes that they're tracking and my heart sunk. I'm like, I felt like a sitting duck. I was like, I am so sick and in pain right now. I can't even imagine getting back on trail, let alone trying to go fast. But I just, I kept in my, I kept saying, you know what? this is, I, this is my own, this is my own thing. I'm going West. She's going East. And we both, we actually talked about it like text. Cause I finally, we finally connected um, mm-hmm. through social media and we both agreed that well, she's going the Eastern corridor. So I'll go the Western corridor. And then for, in the same year, we're going to have two FK, FKTs. So that's how we kind of, I, that's how we dreamt it up. That's not necessarily how the FKT website sees it, but they, they are, I think they're working on it because I keep getting emails from them saying okay. they need this and they need that. So that's um, good. Hopefully it'll all come out, but you know, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm going to be awarded some monetary. Right. <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I, at this point, I don't really care. Like I said, I have this lifelong, like just even talking to you about this, I'm remembering things that I, I don't, I don't even remember. Like I, I'm, I'm just thinking, like I'm looking at the map of the, of with Lacoochee river park. And I'm like, I remember, Oh, I never saw the baby grand Canyon, even though it's on there. And I looked so hard for that. Like, <laughs> and did, has anybody ever seen it, but it's on the map, you know, it's like, and, and all the thoughts going into, like, it's just uh, what I got out of this was something way more than just a record. So. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody's hike is, is memorable to them for a, a myriad of reasons and yeah, you sure. know we we sit back down and think about it years later and you're like man that was awesome yeah yeah <laughs> and i know i know i mean you're only months away from finishing but you know a year from now two years from now you're going to be like wow i did something really cool yeah it's not hit me um it it still hasn't really hit me because it's just, that's just how I am. If I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. And then it's just going to be like, Oh, Oh, well I did that. That's great. Let's move on. You know, that's just kind of how I am. I, I don't really ever stop and, and, um, and, and rethink. I, I just go, go, go in life. Um, just, I always have something new that I'm trying to do. That's just how I am. But um, when we, when we turned around, like when we got in the bus to drive back home and we were driving and I'm like, it's going to take us six hours to get home. Are you kidding? Like, I was like, <laughs> what? I just ran this. Like, it, it just, it hit me. I was like, this is, this is crazy. And then the other day I was showing somebody the map. I'm like, I'm always talking up the Florida trail now because I think it's important, not just to get more hikers out there, but to get people outside to appreciate nature. Um, that's you just, it's just so many people are just locked into their phones and not paying attention to the fact that there's just beautiful things to see outside, you know? Um, but I was showing somebody the map and I was like, I started here. And then my eyes went up around the state of Florida and I was like, and I finished and I just couldn't even finish the sentence. Cause I'm like, wow, I did that, you know? And so, I mean, many people do through the through hike. It's just, that's just what, that's what the trail is all about. And these national scenic trails are awesome for that. It's just, uh, to have that in your memory banks is like, wow, that's, that's really cool. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. So it still hits me sometimes. And I think it will from, for now. I mean, I just, I really would like to sit down and write, like start, just start from day one and just write what I remember and then go back and write what I remember and go back because it, it was, it's, it's an experience that not many people would ever will get the chance to do because they, they can't, or they yeah. won't, or, you know, they're yeah. limited in their abilities. And, um, I'm very fortunate. And I, I, I never, ever one day took it, took it for granted. Um, my, my, the trip that we made was just amazing. So, now, I know you get to see Danny every day and, you you know, you're hiking, you're trying to make this record and I'm sure you're, you're on a mission. But did you come across any interesting people on your hike? Did you get to see any through hikers or or just gay hikers? Anybody out there? Any interesting people? Yeah, I, I didn't see many people. Um, I was uh, like just going back to the whole COVID thing. When when I when I got sick with COVID. I was worried about getting back on trail because I didn't want to spread any germs, you know, and I was supposed to quarantine, blah, blah, blah. But um, I was outside and I'm like, aside from running um, the big Cypress with a a friend of mine, um, I didn't see many people. The big Cypress, we saw three people, uh, maybe five people. But then the second day I saw one person. And then the day after that, I saw maybe one other hiker. I mean, they were all through hiking. um, So I did get to meet like some people from Germany, but I didn't, it was, I was so surprised. It was, I mean, I started early. I started, I, I specifically started before the 1st of January so that I didn't get locked into that bubble. I, I was kind of, I'm not antisocial, but I just wanted to kind of beat the crowd yeah. basically. Yeah. And, um, and so because of that, I, I really only saw people coming in from the, from the North, you know, going Southbound Okay. and, um, you know, met, met a couple of hikers and asked, you know, some pertinent questions of like, how was Bradwell Bay or what yeah. should I look out for? You know? Um, but yeah, I didn't, I mean, I met, like, I met a guy with two mules and he said he had been across the country with these and he was introducing them, but really no, I, I never got, I never got scared. I never met, you know, I just, that was it. My yeah. experience was really lonely. Um, uh, yeah, I got to see Danny and almost every day she would run in, whether it was at lunch or dinner, she would run in from where she was parked and uh, get some miles in, um, and always, always ran me out of, you know, whether it was a 30 mile day or a 15 mile day, she was always there to, to be a part of that. So, and the funny thing is, is like, I never got sick of seeing her in her orange shirt coming towards me. It was like every day, like, wow. Oh yeah. There's somebody else. Awesome. Oh, it's Danny. Cool. Yay. You know? So um, she's, she was such a trooper. She just, she, she was like, um, she was everything. She was my chauffeur. She was my chef. She was my maid um, and my concierge. She was she, basically, she just took care of me. And, and, she never once doubted that I was going to finish every day. She's like, get out there. You know, she's basically kicking me out, you know? Um, but like, just kind of going back to the whole, the whole thing where I said, I'm spoiled. Look, I didn't, I didn't run in. I didn't run at night. I didn't have to put a headlamp on when it was cold. We stayed in until it warmed up when it was, <laughs> when it was too hot. I stayed in until the sun went, you know, went behind the clouds. So just for longevity, just to make sure that I, you know, and, and we were taking a vacation. I mean, basically I knew that if I finish, I will be the first fastest known time female. I mean, and I saw it, I saw, I, I got the screenshot. I saw 
I saw that. And that was really all that I needed to see was new FKT. That's great. You know, cause I started first and I finished first and I was the first one to actually document it. And that that's, that's all that I have, but to do it, I was so spoiled really. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't imagine. I mean, you know, as, as hikers, you know, when we're out there for two, three days, we're imagining, Oh, fast food, this fast food, that I can't wait till we get there. But you, you're getting this like amazing, you know, meals from, you know, the bus once you get there and Danny's and imagine when you see her coming, you're just like, oh, this is a bright light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, I can do this. And there's something for me at the end of the day here with like great food. I mean, and even though you're yeah. tired and, you know, you, you still got to figure out the logistics that you have, you have, it's a lot, it's that moral support that <laughs> keeps you going. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, most of the time she was so busy, um, just basically she was a campground broker. She, she had to figure out where we were going to park, how to get me from there to there and back again. Um, whether it was, whether it was full, whether, whether it even had hookup, whether, you know, I mean, she was like brokering campgrounds every single day. And sometimes it would take hours to get an answer because on the weekends, campgrounds were really full, all booked up, you know, mm -hmm. um, weeknights, it was easy to find a place, but yeah, she, she just, I mean, her days were almost as full as mine. I mean, all I had to do was just like run through trees and stay upright. I mean, she had to navigate, she had to do laundry. She had to, uh, you know, she started collecting quarters. I mean, every time she'd get changed, she's like, can I get quarters please? You know, because we had laundry to do. And I mean, so yeah, I had clean laundry. I mean, the people who, the hikers that are, that are walking, I mean, I smell them. I, I <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We smell your clean clothes too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I, there's no, there's no amount of laundry detergent that can get the stench out of my, yeah. That's just, yeah. I, 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 I will, I will say that I, I can, I can, um, I can hold my own when it comes to stinking and I think, <laughs> and people who know me know that that's like really laughable because it's true. But, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, just um just the food in general like you know with hiking i i was really put put off by the amount of trash that i saw the single serve um things that people were dropping uh really like kind of disappointed like even cliff bars like hey man i mean i know cliff bars are okay but you, you got to hold on to that wrapper you know you, you just can't i mean i just saw so much trash and i'm like this is one of the reasons I, I don't do individually packaged things. And one of, that's one of the reasons why I, I don't think I'd make a good hiker because I would have to make all my food ahead of time. And then, and then I'm sure that people are doing that, but I refuse to open up one cliff bar package for one meal. You know, it's just, I can make power balls and, and, and carry many of them and then have something that's reusable. Um, so um, yeah, that, that's my, that's my uh, little, soapbox yeah no no that. it's i'd say it's common people have they put a little bar in their front pouch and it doesn't always make it back in there it doesn't always and, and I, yeah. I, I i totally get that and i i mean I, I as a runner i see it happen all the time and, and when it happens to me i really try really hard to go back and get it and it, i know it's accidental but when you see it over and over again mm -hmm. you're like man this is you know and then this just anyway so i i was i was surprised to see that but again i don't know who was ahead of me to leave that was it, whether it was hikers or just people day use people or whatever um but anyway that's yeah yeah that's that yeah so do you have any favorite sections of trail that you you went through that you would love to visit again yeah um 
aside from every step of the way, I, I mean, we have an amazing natural resource out there. I, I mean, I, I just, this, this, it, this question always baffles me because like, how do I, how do I rank awesomeness? It's just, but the one thing that does stick out to me, uh, obviously the Oscillus sinks, the, um, those were pretty cool. Uh, gosh, big Cypress hands down, probably the coolest place on earth I've ever been, but Bradwell Bay was like that same intensity only on a different planet, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I felt like I thought I felt like Yoda was going to come out of the woods and like, you know, like move the Jedi master plane or whatever. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a star star Wars person, but it, it just seemed otherworldly in Bradwell Bay. Um, this, the, of course, Swanee, you know, Swanee came out of nowhere. I didn't realize I was even, cause I, I tried really hard not to use far out, um, which ended up being a disservice to me at a couple of places, but I tried to, to, I tried to follow the blazes. I tried not to use any technology. I tr- I mean, I had the maps, but Danny was holding onto the maps to, to, to use, to cross-reference when, mm-hmm. she, when she was following along. Um, so I didn't realize like how long I had gone for one day. And, you know, I went from like going behind somebody's property where they're shooting birds and the, the, the cornfields and like loud, shotguns into to back entrance of a state park and then within a couple miles i i'm i was at big shoals and i was just like what this is florida <laughs> <laughs> so yeah swanee i hate to sound so cliched but swanee was really uh it's really something there um of course the the beach is beautiful yeah i've not been on a on a more beautiful beach the dunes were exceptional uh i mean of course i was dealing with shin splints going through that sand and that was painful but knowing that i was finishing um was just it kind of like you know put me on a little cloud but um gosh yeah all the rivers i had no idea we had so many beautiful riverbanks um so not not one not one section to speak of that that sticks out it's just I think all of, of all the amazing things that I, that, and I can piece them all together. And yeah, I mean, I tell people, well, it kind of all looks the same. I hate, I hate to say that and sound so ho-hum about Florida, but in the grand scheme of things, it all really kind of looks the same until you get between the river and, you know, the rivers, and then you get into Apalachicola National Forest, gorgeous, and all the, um, what is it? Tai Tai. Mm-hmm, the Tai Tai. Yeah. I went through saying TT uh, <laughs> the whole time and somebody corrected me, but Tai, you know, getting into the, going from the, that was really cool. Going from like these prescribed burns, beautiful prescribed burn burns uh, and bogs and then seeing the dense like Tai Tai areas and knowing that, Oh man, here I go again. I got to go through the water again. And again, I swear one day it was like, every half a mile that was like just yeah. and tie tied like but it was so gorgeous i could see it coming i knew i knew what to expect and um but i mean you learn that as you're going but i didn't know it existed in in our state i just encourage people to get out more because it really is uh truly something yeah yeah, yeah. now do you what, think what's your favorite my favorite oh god yeah. <laughs> I love big cypress mostly because that's where I lived. I lived down in South Florida when I lived in Florida. Um, I love big cypress like a whole lot. Um, uh, Trying to think where else Tossahatchee for sure. Um, You know, and I I liked Osceola national forest. It doesn't get a lot of um, 
love like Ocala does, but mm-hmm. I liked Osceola. It was just different. And it, it, it was that point where you're like, you could feel like you were turning into a different, you're getting close to another state. Georgia's not yes. far. Um, yes. So that, and of course I would always say Sewanee like everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, funny thing, uh, the, one of the most beautiful stretches is on the Western that I have seen is on the Western corridor leading up to the land bridge that goes over um, 75 there, there's like 15 miles. I think we, we, I had lunch at, is it Pruitt? I think it's Pruitt trailhead. Okay. I had lunch at Pruitt trailhead. And then by the time that I got over the land bridge, I had seen, I mean, it, and it's just, it was, it's, uh, there's some elevation. It was almost like being in Swanee without the river close by. So there was elevation. There's different, uh, different trees. You're not, it's not, it was not all saw palmettos, a lot, a lot of pines and, uh, just, just difference in the trees. You could tell definitely you're moving, um, up the state, but, um, a lot of signs about how that area, um, is under, um, 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 like they're, maybe trying to extend the turnpike through that oh there's a whole lot of areas that they want to build build toll roads through yeah through through ocala of course as a driver going through and you know being stuck in traffic i'm like oh there's too many people why can't they well i don't want them to because if it's going to go through that patch of, of trail it's gorgeous if 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 anybody listening hasn't done that it's it's a great day hike and just really pretty just going through from you put in that like um at Pruitt and uh of course that might be too long for some people to go there and to the land bridge and back but yeah really that area was uh is something else um and going over that land bridge I I I I videoed myself I never saw so I never knew that I could be that elated but for so long you go under it and you're like oh there's a Florida trail I wonder what it looks like from up there and there I was and that's you know so that was really pretty in the um the Greenway, Marjorie Carr, Harris Carr, whatever. Mm-hmm. That was um, lots, of, lots of trails there, but and like like road trails, um, but easy on the legs and 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 gorgeous. Going through some cypress, 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 and more cypress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Econ Fina earlier, and I was going to say that would probably be my other favorite spot because I I hiked it before the hurricane, so I get to see it in its glory <laughs> without yeah. down trees, and that was like. That was a magical place before the I hurricane. I can only imagine. I I can't. Actually, I can't imagine. I I can yeah. only like yeah. dream. Um, but I liked it. I liked all the down. I liked that. Right. I was enjoying myself. I had. Um. I mean, that that day it was. I got. I my legs were getting shredded by the elevation, and but I was just running, and and I had a great day at a. Um, it was leading up to that was like a road walk. And then we got into that section. If I'm, if my memory serves me right. Mm-hmm. And at about mile 30, that's when I came through uh, the, the bush and it was just, it was just like, Oh, here, Oh, here's a puddle. Of course there's going to be water at the end of the day. You know, <laughs> my shoes are going to be wet for the morning. And, and I just, I got through that, that, that brush. And all of a sudden it was like a lake, like, and I was, I was up to my waist and then the next step was to my chest. And then I had to backtrack to put my electronics up. And then I look out and like the next tree I saw the blaze was uh, like submerged completely underwater, except for a little tiny orange part. Oh like my gosh. One inch. And, um, I, and I, I started freaking out because the, the weather was like 40 degrees and, um, storms were coming in from Alabama 
and there was a legit chop on the water, like, <laughs> like white caps. Right. And I'm, and I'm, I go back and like my hands are wet and I'm like trying to use my phone to, to see what, what is going on. Did I just like, did I just step into a lake and on all the maps that I could find, it was all dry land. And, um, anyway, I started getting a little hypothermic and I had to turn around and, and, and find my way out, but I didn't want, I didn't want to go back. I would have to go like 15 miles back to get to where a car was. And Danny was only three miles away at the, the trailhead but she was on the other side of uh, like close to rattlesnake um camp mm -hmm. and um she was on the other side and she was hollering at me and i'm like we were on the phone she's like can't you hear me i'm like yeah on the phone but i can't hear you i don't i don't think you realize this is a lake like a half a mile wide that is not on any map and apparently in hindsight i find out that it was from the flooding from the all the deforestation that the, they, they don't know oh. what to do about that and it hadn't been this because I was one of the first northbounders, there was nothing. It, nobody had talked about this. There was no warning. Um, they had a road walk for hikers so they didn't have to go over the deforested parts. Mm -hmm. um, but I was in touch with the um, section leader there and he said, no, it's totally hikeable. You just have to have far out open a good signal and make sure you know that the trees are going to be down with the blazes. Well, I could make I could see the blazes on the down trees. I, I made it through all the parts that were super dangerous as a, you know, that would require a roadwalk, but he did not know that two lakes had merged into one. And I mean, I like looked across to see where rattlesnake um, the camp is mm -hmm. and the pavilion. All I could see was the roof that oh it was gosh. that far underwater. So uh, I saw some people like um, post on Facebook later that, oh, well, I made it through. It was like that in October or whatever. But I mean, it was just so few and far between that 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 that, that I don't think the Florida Trail knew of the dangerous situation. So hopefully uh, by by talking about it a little bit, it, it got there. But that was the day that night is when I learned that on far out, like I said earlier, I don't I was trying not to use all these apps and stuff. I wanted to do this, like just following the blaze and just experience it like, you know, mm -hmm. like. Like I could without having to be married to the phone, you know, and I found out later, Danny's like, well, didn't you know that you could scroll down and look at the comments and I looked <laughs> at the comments and the, the, the one guy, the real rooster I had, I had, I had actually passed him and talked to him. Um, he, he said that he had to turn around and bushwhack his way out. And I, I met another, uh, another girl through hiker who had done the same thing. And, um, and I, I think we all went different ways, but I just opened up Google Maps and found a fire road and then made my way. But that that time that that getting from the water to the fire road was through uh, regrowth of deforested. So we're, we're dealing with like thorns yeah, and, God. And, and new trees, but also old trees. And so I and I like I said, I was at mile 30 and it was 40 degrees and it wasn't 40 degrees an hour before I got there. It was it was like 70 degrees all day and the cold front had come through. So I was dealing with some hypothermic situation and I, and I was running fast to try to get my body heat going and just strained my legs. And that's pretty much, I spent the rest of the trail, the, uh, just in pain um, mm. from that day, but I, I'm, I was glad to make it out alive. So, Gosh, uh, that's, that was it. That's well, the only, the only <laughs> that must've been the post you deleted on Facebook. Cause I thought I saw you say something like yes. I, I deleted that post. It's all worked out, but I, I was like, I, this, did, I was uh, trying to figure decipher that. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> I did. I, I, because I, it, it did rub somebody the wrong way. Like um, I, I was in complete, like I had done my research. I, I was 
emailing with the section leader days before I, at lunch, I, we texted, he's like, yes, it's totally hikeable. You know, like he, he, he was so encouraging that I would, because I was fit and I wasn't carrying a pack that I'd be able to make it through all these down trees. And, and so, I mean, my day was going beautiful and I got to this water and I'm like, I thought my FKT attempt would be completely gone and, and, and disqualified because, um, because I had to go off trail to get around this. So I was really livid and I was scared for my life, you know, and I had sent Danny a, um, a video that was like, they didn't tell me about this. I, I feel like I don't even know if I'm going to make it out here. So I was a little, I was livid actually. I was very upset. One of those personality traits that I didn't want my <laughs> sister to have to see, you know? So, um, but I, I deleted it because I thought I didn't want to throw the Florida trail under the bus, you know, but yeah. if, if anybody knew my stance, they would understand that somebody didn't do, somebody else didn't do their homework. It wasn't, it wasn't me. I, I was actually being led into this area, like with, with encouragement, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I had the haters saying, we don't have any sympathy for you. You don't have a 30 pound back on, you know, come back. Oh, gosh. I mean, I got personal messages from people that are like, what are you crying about? You're not even carrying a pack. And I'm just like, <laughs> wow <laughs> what can you do like i'm like you haters gonna hate i guess you know and uh so anyway so yeah i got that type of bullying on um on facebook and so i just thought you know i like the florida trail so much that i didn't want to leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth um and i didn't want anybody to think that i was like bad mouthing um the section leader because he helped me out so much he was like like always checking in on me too. Hey, you're coming through our area. There's this road walk, but you can make it through. Like he was so, so very helpful. And uh, so that's why anyway, but I did delete that post, um, which I don't normally censor myself. But like I said, I, I just didn't want to come off like that to, to anybody, although it was real life. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, it could have been anything. It could have been Bradwell Bay. You could have come into something expecting one thing and it's another thing. And, you know, it, it's you don't want to put yourself in danger yeah, just for a record or just for a hike. And, yeah, you know, and, I mean, you know, they have uh, I, I, I ran with a girl that um, in that in that lake to ocean and her her thing was like um, the only thing the only definition I have for DNF, which is, you know, do not finish is do nothing fatal. And that's pretty much how I, and you know, how I took the, the, the Florida trails do nothing fatal. Well, where you're, when you're in like 40 degree weather and there's, a, and there's waves coming up to your neck and you don't see the next blaze. I, I felt like that was like a kind of a decision that I, I needed to back up and, and get out of there. Um, but, you know, when you read about the Florida trail, you are warned about big cypress you are warned about Bradwell Bay. They say, don't go in there alone. Don't go in there without a compass. Don't go in there without this. You know, this section of trail, it was such a new flood that it, very few people knew about it. Yeah. And so, um, in fact, I, I mean, I, I, I got pictures of what our garments and, and there's just, it's no water. There's no water there. It's not even water for like a quarter of a mile. I mean, there are two bodies of water, but they merge there anyway. So that's, wow, wow. that's why that's, that was why I was wow. like super surprised and, and a little disappointed. But um, what I find about the, you know, these people are section leaders and they, and they go to the, the, the highly traveled areas to clean and make sure that the day use is good. But very rarely, I mean, only once a year or so are these work parties actually going to go through the whole section. And if, if something like that happened, it could be months before anybody is told. So I felt like 
like but this year a lot of people were talking about it and uh hopefully hopefully that it's just been rerouted because i and unless it's just some some miraculous uh um, yep. <laughs> uh water uh, you know uh, disappearance i don't i don't see how that you know, right right on right. you know and, and then the other thing is like the <laughs> the water was over top of the forest so not only are you just in water but you're you're walking through brush and so i came out of there with like i look like I oh yeah you don't know what you're running up against yeah yeah so i mean as much as like if it had been 70 degrees and and i knew that the water was there i would have totally tr- i would have swam but because it was so cold and i wasn't expecting it uh that's that's why i i went around and um anyway maybe that's why yeah. i don't have the fkt <laughs> <laughs> well you know you'd also don't want to kill yourself so yes yeah. exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't want to be that that girl in the like, <laughs> right we knew right it was gonna happen but anyway um yeah so the, the that was a that's a beautiful section and uh once they get that when once they get that water situation i i, I would love to go back and just see it again yeah um because I just, I, I will do the Florida trail again. Um, but I think my next goal is going to, is going to be the, the LKT and for longest known time. So <laughs> that's going to be my, uh, my next goal is to take as long as I can to just really enjoy it. But yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. Well, I mean, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but do you have any, you know, final words of, you know, of doing this FKT attempt of hiking the Florida trail you know, advice for people who may want to come after you and, and, and do an FKT? Yeah. Uh, I mean, wow. I think there's a lot there, but you know, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot there. Um, you know, uh, fueling and nutrition is, is key uh, for somebody who's doing it unsupported like Shana and, and then um, some of the other guys, I mean, they're avid hikers and they, they know their way around and they know they, their way around uh, starving or having to, you know, get water and all that. For, for a supported attempt, um, my only my only advice is to just make sure you have what you need and don't do anything more than that because um, you'll you'll end up lugging around unnecessary things um, and uh, that's I just I just had to make sure that I had enough food. I packed my my bag every day with the intention of not seeing Danny and you know so if I had to go thirty or forty miles I always had enough food and water for that so that that's you know, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, that Bradwell Bay day that, you know, gosh, that, (laughs) that was so cool. But when, when you only go one mile an hour and sun is starting to, to set, it's, it's, it it was tough, you know, and, and, but I had enough on me to, to make sure that I didn't starve or if I had to go for another several hours and, you know, I had enough water, um, so yeah, but as, as far as the, uh, as a supported FKT attempt, just don't, don't, don't think you can't do it, you know, just, just do it. Like I did this because I'm, I'm almost, um, I'm almost 50 and I feel like my health right now is at its peak. And if I waited until I retired, what, what good is that going to be if I can't move as fast, you know? So that's, that, that's where I was at with with that is just get out and do it now believe in yourself yeah yeah well where can people you know follow you online i know you have at least facebook and instagram um are you putting any videos on youtube 
Yeah, I've got some videos on YouTube. Um, Blitz, I don't even know what the, that was Danny. I'm actually in the bus right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought being in here would be cool. So was, she just brought me dinners. <laughs> oh, nice. Hey, listen, don't, I always cook. In fact, I cooked most of the meals. She just made, she just made sure that I had lunch and, um, and that my bag was packed. But I got, I, I am, I actually cooked most of the meals just because I'm faster in the kitchen than she is. But um, anyway, as far as the, social media. Um, I'm putting together some, some videos, um, on YouTube. It's probably under blaze chasers. I don't even know what the address is, but, um, you can probably find it through Facebook. Yeah. And I'll put it all, I'll put it in the show notes for everybody to click through too. Gotcha. And then obviously Facebook, Facebook, you know, blaze chasers just kind of came about because my, when my sister was going to do this, um, with me, neither one of us wanted to have it on our own account. If both, if the other one had to deal with like messages or whatever. So we're like, Oh, we should have a name, you know, and my mom actually came up with the name. And um, I mean, we had some pretty funny ideas for names, but the blaze chaser was like the most, just seemed the most logical. Um, we found out that there was no other blaze chaser, um, you know, Instagram account or anything like that. So we thought that was a good fit. Yeah. Um, and um but yeah, so Facebook, Instagram, I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at, at social media, but I am trying to share my, um, my experience. Um, so you can find me on there and, uh, and there's lots of, lots of good stuff coming because I have so much footage that I'm working on, um, putting together, uh, just different clips so that people can see what I saw and with, you know, um, you know, while I was on trail this year. Right. Right. Well, Amy, I, I appreciate you sharing, you know, so much of your story and you, you have such an interesting perspective because again, you know, you're, you're trying to be the first female out there. You're doing a supported record. You have this running background. I mean, you did a definitely a unconventional hike of the Florida trail. And I think a lot of uh, people who are listening to the podcast will appreciate hearing this perspective. Um, and, you know, I thank you for sharing your story. Well, thank you. Um, it means a lot to, I mean, we, we listen to your podcast and um, it's, it's kind of like monumental for me to be sitting here and, and talking to you because uh, you know, one of the, one of the reasons why I just kept pursuing this is listening to your podcast and hearing, you know, all these other people that have been on trail or care about the trail. And I'm like, you know, I really, I really believe in myself that I can do this. And, and, and so thanks for putting this together. And, um, uh, just hope that somebody out there listening is, you know, inspired to, to do more and, and get out there and, and, and basically believe in themselves and find their way, you know, just, just go out and enjoy nature. That's it for my conversation with Amy. I'm so glad there are two women's FKT records and attempts out there this year, and I hope I can get Shana on later this season to talk about her experience on trail. You can find the show notes for the episode at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, can you leave a five-star rating and a review over on iTunes? It would certainly mean a lot to me. I'm also working on new stickers for the podcast, so stay tuned later this summer for an update on those and how to get one for yourself. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy hiking.